Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a video and podcast show that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Today, it is my unique pleasure to welcome a very, very accomplished professional, Deepak Thongre. Deepak, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Ashutosh. It's such a pleasure being back with you on this show. especially because we've been classmates during mba days and you know my memories of our hostel by hostel days come back to me in a flash so th- thank you so much ashutosh it's a privilege thank you so deepak is an engineer and he's an mba from bajaj so we and i are, he, he and i are both classmates and he was always the brighter of the two of us i also always, always used to go to him to solve my maths and econometrics problems deepak's had a very successful career is a certified coach and most importantly he is a very accomplished classical singer so deepak tell me a little bit about your early work and some of your learnings uh, as you know ashutosh we got both of us got into work in 1979 and that's when my professional journey began too you know i stepped out in the, into the world of work with an with a very open heart and a mind to actually do my best at each stage in my life i'm just with the desire to be recognized as a person who was well respected and liked because of his hard work dedication honesty decent behavior and of course exemplary performance so this was the only motivation when i actually began my work mm-hmm. and i had actually no idea where my life was going to take me and neither did i have any strategy or any great thought in my mind that 20 years from now this is the position that i want to have nothing of that kind entered my mind the only thought ashutosh was to make the best of what i had at hand do my job well become financially stable be good to people and keep searching inside me and exploring myself to debottleneck my own constraints that i had within myself and of course continue that search for something that we call happiness in our lives correct so this was the motivation which brought me to the corporate way of life you know how it all began ashutosh you know post this actually i never thought that you know i'm going to really have a roller coaster ride in my career mm-hmm. i never imagined that very little had i thought that you know i'm entering into a phase of my life where change transition challenges and learnings are are going to be constant for me mm-hmm. you know so it, uh, it 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 all began in 1979 i joined this company called greaves physico as a management trainee mm-hmm. and so how it all began i may share this very short anecdote with you as a matter of interest after i completed my management uh, training program you know we were into foundry chemicals so we had to deal with the iron and steel industry okay. and 6 months post my training program my boss called me to his office and said you know deepak is now time that you get transferred to your independent territory and this is a territory which is very competitive you have to manage sales there and it was a small territory with about you know 5 to 6 lakh rupees sale annually which is actually nothing mm-hmm. so your job is to enhance this uh, the sales uh, in that territory is what he told me at the end he made a statement he said you know what deepak while i i can see that you are intelligent you have learned everything about about our product lines and applications so he said i envisage that you will have a problem in making a career in sales i see so i started wondering to myself you know why is he saying that and i asked him what makes you think like that hmm. so he said it's just my gut feel you know based on what i've seen of you in the last 6 months you know ashutosh i've been a very shy person to, hmm. from the beginning sort of a low profile guy i never wanted to make myself prominent anywhere mm. so, and uh, so he said that probably different qualities are required for a sales guy mm. and you know i'm not sure 
you know but then yeah the world is open place see what you can do and it was an eye opener for me ashutosh then that's when i resolved to myself that you know i think i'm going to change myself i am going to do whatever it takes and you know that's sort of a i can do it attitude probably was born in my mind at that time mm-hmm. and i thought yes you know i i just have to make it happen i don't know what i was going to do but then with this thought in my mind as i started my work in an independent territory and took charge of sales there wonderful so as i said it's been a roller coaster ride for me all through right. i'll come back to a few few anecdotes maybe a few moments later i'd love to hear some of those sure so sir so see what happened okay so so fusika was a great learning ground for me mm-hmm. i had to meet new customers i had to position my company in a way that we start getting new orders for for this company Six months down the line, very frankly, you know, I didn't have a single order in my bag. Okay. And then my boss called me again. He said, "Deepak, what's happening? You've been there for six months, and uh, you know, I haven't seen any results yet." Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, typically, I was used to a lot of hard work, day in day out. I would work hard. I would call on customers. I would talk to them about our products, applications. But they would just offer me a cup of tea and say, "Yeah, I think you know your competition is very strong. Your competitors are you know sort of giving us much better prices than what you're offering. They give us high credit." So I was just floored. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying my best to see what I can do. But in spite, despite that hard work, I just couldn't make much inroads. So my when my boss called me, I told him, "Sir, this is what the customers are saying. They want a better price. They want high credit." So for a moment, he heard me out and then stopped me in my tracks and said, "Deepak." if this company is to sell price and sell credit we don't need a person like you there mm-hmm. so wow that was the next amazing statement that woke mm-hmm. me up uh, and he just said you got to think differently mm-hmm. and that's actually when i learned that i think i have to do something different you know i just can't walk down the trodden path and expect that i'm going to get results mm-hmm. but then that really changed my life ashutosh you know i then went ahead and i offered a very high price product line to our customers and i did trials for that product on the shop floor okay. and it gave fantastic results on their castings it was a foundry mm-hmm. you know and when they got fantastic finish on their casting they were just sold onto this product you know mm-hmm. and that was my first order that i got ashutosh wonderful you know so yeah. that's how it all began yeah. Terrific. and of course what a great see, story what a great absolutely. story absolutely yeah. so tell me you know you worked for several companies and i know that you are on the board of uh, some companies now if you were to look at the entire 38 39 40 years of work what would you say are three key milestones that uh, have changed your life in in in, in this journey wow what a fantastic question ashutosh so let me first take you through what all i went through very briefly and then i can come back to the milestones if that's okay with you okay, sure you know so i have worked across multiple industries you know iron and steel cement chemicals engineering goods non ferrous companies which included aluminium copper zinc all the time into manufacturing you know and i worked through multiple geographies i changed 11 times i changed my job 11 times ashutosh it was you know and when i began my career i never had i imagined that i was ever made to change my job like this you know but then i went through 11 changes and as i said those changes were all fantastic i learned a lot out of those so it is all these industries i worked in my roles i worked across sales and marketing a lot for the first many years after that commercial i became head of purchase so i handled commercial function for a for a while you know after that i got into handling joint ventures mergers and acquisitions and so it's been a full spectrum of things that i did during this journey working for mncs 
working for indian companies for family owned businesses and you know just transiting through multiple cultures and different leadership styles you know uh, so this has been my uh, in a nutshell that journey that i that i've been talking to you about hmm. the most challenging situation was about having a negotiation with three militant unions correct and you know we were gear out in the plant for practically 15 days wow. and I, i i didn't know whether i want to come back home safe or not and those 15 days were really really so challenging ashutosh but we managed at the end and i came back home safe so i think turn around of this company was one of the other milestones i learned a lot out of this experience wonderful wonderful so now moving forward let's let's now uh, let's move forward and i want to move to the next section but any other man of anecdote or learning that you have that you want to share yes yes so i want to do that for one more role that i did which was as head of international marketing when i was with this vedanta group okay. and i was heading the international marketing of copper mm. and uh, the the idea there was that you know the domestic domestic market was tanking and we were not doing all that well and the entire responsibility was on exports to try and grow this business significantly mm. and out of the blues i was given a target by the owner saying that oh, your job is to take export sales from you know uh, if you are exporting copper rods by the way so i'm mm. going to talk in uh, as a measure of tons metric tons so mm. uh, the sales was 200 tons in the previous year and my target was 18000 tons in the next year Okay. and i fell off my chair yaar i never i never i never imagined this is going to happen i told my wife that came back home and told her i don't think this is going to be possible and you know i better start looking for a job i don't know how this is can ever be done mm-hmm. so i must give credit to my wife madhavi she gave me a lot of support she says that anyway downside is always there why don't you just give it a try mm-hmm. you know and we just managed to clock a sales of 19000 tons in that year okay. starting from building a team meeting export customers the name of our company was not known to the outside world and so i think this was a major milestone it it proved to me that human potential is infinite you know and human beings can do anything in their lives if i could do it i'm sure you know all barriers could be crossed and any human mind you can being very it. modest and are underselling yourself but i think you could <laughs> do a lot in life so deepak let's move to the next section yeah and sure after you uh, stepped of the so called treadmill of the corporate world you got yourself certified as a coach and here again i must credit you for having inducted me as a coach as well mm-hmm. you know but let's talk coaching now why has coaching become so relevant in india traditionally indians were always coached either by an elder in the family or by some senior in the company who took a liking to you why are people willing to pay money for coaching now uh, yeah so that's an interesting question too see my own belief ashutosh is that you know india over the past few decades and now as well as in future is going to go through very exciting times mm-hmm. and uh, exciting times in terms of economic and business imperatives and you know as business leaders look for strategic drivers that will help in achievement of their plans in this competitive you know highly competitive complex world one of the key factors is the need to be contextually appropriate in leadership with critical competencies correct and you know business cycles have become short you know and the need to be flexible for leaders you know is huge so to that extent leaders need to explore their innate potential in a way that they they adapt to these changing conditions as india goes through this you know a big change you know from where it was to where it is going to be in future so considering this i think coaching is a very very appropriate support or help 
which leaders can take to try and help them explore their potential you know and explore needs for them which can help them to take them where they want to go and this builds a lot of flexibility in the in the leadership mind and therefore i think leadership for making this change in leadership styles in adapting to the changing context i think coaching is the only appropriate leadership development mechanism and that's why i think you know it's become very very relevant it is becoming these days so my next question on coaching is that if i am looking for a coach what should i look for in my coach yeah so that's very interesting so you know when you look for a coach you first of course you know explore the credentials that the coach has got in terms of the ex- the expansive experience that the coach has had mm. you know and the context through which he has worked you know because this experience is going to make a big difference you know to his engagement with his coachee that's one you know apart from that i think you must explore the various skills probably that the coach brings to the table you know so when you talk to coaches one should be able to sense is he empathetic is he a good listener you know does he help you to explore yourself through this conversation that he has you know with with the coachee so these are some of the qualities that probably make a good coach the most important driver of coaching in my view is that his ability to form trust mm-hmm. you know with the coachee and you know it's very interesting you know forming trust is actually a driver throughout one's career and uh, you know that is something that makes a big big difference to the outcomes right. because first you must have a stamp of reliability and that's what coaching i think you must look for coaches that ability to form trust quickly and that ability to hope that this he is my reliable reliable thought partner in my own journey very interesting so one more question for coaches before i move to another segment and again from a coach's perspective since you are the coach i'm asking you this how do i as your customer evaluate you <laughs> okay you know so as i said first you got to look at the credentials of the coach once you accept that probably you know these are the qualities in my coach that i would like to have in engaging with yeah no the, let's, let's say that you and i you are your my coach and right. after three months how do i evaluate that you are a good coach for me wonderful you know so in a coaching engagement you know it's all about helping the coachy to explore himself and one of the thing that coaches refrain from should refrain from doing is telling the coachy as to what he should be doing because he has done it all you know coaching is to make successful people even more successful so once the coachy gets a feeling that you know yes this is a guy i can trust you know i can frankly share my mind with him and he's making me think you know about you know my own future mm. and i am able to then arrive at a thought process you know which i think aha wow this is something that's going to help me a great deal mm. you know that you have hit upon the right coach mm. and you are then you know at the same time you have been in during your engagements you have been very free to have this free and frank conversation with your with your coach mm. and you feel very comfortable with him terrific. you know he is the right coach for you terrific terrific So I'm going to move forward now. Sure, Deepak, you and I are the are of similar vintage, and you know, given today's healthcare, most of us will have very long lives ahead. And uh, I've often said that our working life will be almost equal to our life after sixty. Sure. Yet most of us don't plan for life after sixty. 
you seem to have done that well you know with, with all your multi multiple interests at what stage should a person start to start thinking of life after 60 and plan for it here is what i did huh see sometime in 2009 10 as i was approaching my age of close to 58 59 mm-hmm. you know i was thinking that i've had enough of this roller coaster ride for myself correct you know i had lived away from my family for 10 years and i used to travel very frequently come to my family used to be in mumbai so travel back and forth mumbai delhi and i was based out of delhi then i thought i need to do something that i love to do and i need to plan for it so let me frankly admit to you you know one of the key factors in my life has been actually to build financial stability for myself so that i could then be comfortable in my post 60 life so the first thing that i did in 2009 10 was i evaluated and you know whether my finances are adequate for me to ensure that you know even if i were not to earn anything you know i'd be able to live a comfortable life right. on the day on which i discovered this for myself through some work i thought now is the time for me to look at that change that was the first point where i i really thought through i also spoke with my wife and my, she gave me a lot of advice as always so that's the day i decided now i'm going to go ahead and plan for my transition then i went and met you know my my assignment before i moved out was with the dalmia group in delhi Correct. and you know i worked very closely with the dalmia family and puneet used to be my boss and you know i must thank the family a lot and especially puneet for having you know helped me through this transition okay. you know post my discovery that you know i could financially sustain myself i made a plan for myself mm. you know as to what is my vision beyond that you know one of the things that i discovered was i loved helping people i loved to see their them growing you know i loved to help them in the many challenges that people faced and then i started thinking to myself you know what shall i do what shall i do what next for me the usual thought that comes to our minds and i'm going to share with you this that you know i become a coach because of the great inputs that i got from some of my colleagues so i actually decided on a one on one 360 degree and i invited 10 of my senior leadership team members to have a conversation with me over a cup of chai and some samosas in my daily office mm. degree and i had close to 30 hours of interaction with them and i got a wealth of information about myself so the three questions that i asked one was what do you think i can do best what are those areas of development for me and if i were to choose a career beyond this what could i do best so all of them told me that coaching is something that you'll be very good at doing and that time i just didn't know what coaching was so in 2011 i understood that there is something called coaching i did some research i found out coaching foundation of india i had a chat with the founders and then i decided i'm going to get certified and i went and told puneet i want to get the certification so i had an board a board approved to work up to the age of 65 but i said no no more of this for me so puneet was kind enough and you know i saw if he gave me permission to get certified i got certified you know i i did reasonably well at the course then i became an internal coach for the next one year finally in 2014 i told puneet i just want to move on and by that time i had planned everything we had uh, we had a nice place to live in pune and in mumbai children had settled down and you know then we decided that just let's just disconnect with this world and get connected to another world of our choice mm-hmm. and that's how i moved on beyond 2014 i still continue to be on the board of dalmias you know but then i must give lot of credit to puneet and the dalmia family for helping me in this transition But this is how I planned it, Ashutosh. I hope that answers your question. That answers my question, and I've got one more question on on you know your passion, which is your classical music. Sure. I don't have too much time left. Sure. But how important is a hobby or a passion for each one of us? 
Ashutosh, I think pursuing one's hobby and nurturing them throughout one's life is the most important thing for anyone. Believe me, it's these hobbies that make your life so much more worth living. Hmm. Music has been my love, very close to my heart. Hmm. In fact, I've kept in touch with this hobby since school days, hmm. practicing whenever possible. You know, and the best part of this journey has been that it has improved my focus and learning abilities as a listener. Hmm. Because my guru over the past fifty years was were my years. Hmm. You know, I finished actual formal learning in my school days. After yeah. that, I haven't had any formal exposure to learning music. So I would advise each youngster that find time to pursue your hobbies. and it will not only make your life a better place to live in but in many ways also help you in becoming known as a person with characteristics other than just being a good professional wonderful so i've now time for two maybe three questions for you personally sure my first question is that uh, where do you draw your inspiration from who are the people who have had an influence on you okay so i've had the privilege of having many people who contributed to my well-being ashutosh you know of course all of us owe a lot to our parents both of them mm-hmm. however i think if i were to give full credit to someone who molded my life and built capability in me ashutosh it was my father mm-hmm. you know he was an armed forces officer a very upright officer and later with the banking industry as a senior executive my initial grounding in terms of inculcating something you know something like self discipline being courteous well mannered learning to take initiative give you know having the value you know of being independent discovering my talent for music i think the entire credit goes to him so he's always been my source of inspiration you know and i learned a lot and these were some of the values that i carried throughout my life A- apart from my father i must you know say that my spouse my madhuri my wife was a great inspiration for me in my life i think you know she has always been my su- my sounding board throughout this roller coaster journey and beyond and the sort of you know advice that i received from her ashutosh mm-hmm. you know has really really given me a very strong foundation in my life okay. and i must give that due credit to her wonderful so these are the two people that made a difference in my Perfect. journey ashutosh Perfect. so my last question to you now you know and that is that if you were a role model to yeah. millions of children who closely followed your life choices what is the one thing you would change in yourself <laughs> so i think you know one of the thing that i didn't do as much as i ought to have since my childhood days mm-hmm. you know was taking care of one's physical health mm-hmm. you know so if i were to you know uh, be any role model for for children i would say one you know exercise regularly from okay. your childhood days taking care of your body and mind is something you know that's a must you know my father used to tell me so many times yaar you know do some exercise i i didn't do that i didn't listen to him but i must admit that past 10 years i've been doing a little bit of that and keeping myself as fit as i can so i think doing exercise and developing fundamental values you know is something that children must give attention to because being a good human being you know is i think you know is the most important thing in life for any one of us so there's a nice picture that i saw the picture was about a young boy you know asking his grandfather grandfather where should i make my career you know so the grandfather tells him grandson you know i think become a good human being that's the place to make a career because yes. there is there is a lot of space there for you mm-hmm. because you don't have any competition there so be a good human being amazing deepak thank you so much it's been such a pleasure speaking to you i wish you lots of success in everything you do thank you thank you sir thank you so much ashutosh it's indeed my pleasure and privilege that you invited me for this conversation with you thank you so much ashutosh thank you again
Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast. A platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.